I literally... Actually, I didn't even finish it. I watched Civil War today. I'd never watched that one, the Captain America. Oh, oh really? what are your initial thoughts of that one? Oh, my that, goodness. Jimmy, that's, that's one of my favorite, favorite MCUs. Oh. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. That was a really good film. Are you a Team Iron Man or Team Cap? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I, I feel as I've rewatched a lot of these, I have really fallen in love with Cap as just a character overall. Oh, this this so this I, is I don't great. know because this I'm, one's I'm, I'm kind of not on his side here though. Like he's kind of letting emotions Ooh. take over instead of uh, factual, like the the facts at hand, right? Oh yes, let's save it. I'm Team Iron Man, a hundred percent. Okay, no, I, I can I can see your side. I can see Team Iron Man here. I was gonna stir it up and ask, like, wow. so is this a Captain America movie or is this an Avengers movie? I think it's technically right? a Captain. It's America a Captain America, movie. but right. it probably should be an Avengers movie. Just right. from what I'm seeing, I haven't watched it yet. Right. Yeah. My thing They're... with Civil War is, and why I'm so pro Team Iron Man, among other reasons, is mostly the Bucky Barnes factor. I I can't think of a character I hate more in the Avengers universe than Bucky Barnes, because this guy is an incepted human robotic weapon from Russia, and not once, and he's aware of this, by the way. He's aware of how mm-hmm, lethal mm-hmm. and dangerous he is. And not once does he say, you know what, CIA, FBI, like, here I am. I need some therapy. Come get me. Not once. <laughs> Can't stand well, but, but, but hold on, hold on. The, the plot line of this is that he got woken <laughs> up in 1991. <laughs> yeah. So the last time he like, was unfrozen was 91 to go uh which is when he murdered like uh sorry spoilers but is when he murdered uh tony's parents was in 91 okay yeah right so like my time so casey it's been a yep, while that's as much as i i don't even i can't even recall after even watching it just now how exactly I, it's in the first the winter soldier right how he actually like when the most recent time he gets unfrozen but I, i'm pretty sure up until the winter soldier he's still under control of like the Hydra dudes. It's not until like Hydra goes away that he's not under control. So he, I don't think he has an opportunity to like go turn himself in. That's true. But it's but not he until has... Captain America is the first one to snap him out of it in, in the winter soldier. Right. Well then Captain America's irresponsible for not bringing him in. Like, I don't, I don't well, remember I... how that one ended, but I think that's what Tony's trying to say is cap is being irresponsible about all of it. Right, oh, right. Sure. Which yeah, is, I think that's yeah. why I lean Team Iron Man. I think I agree with you there. Same. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm Team Iron Man. My wife hate like she hates Cap with the passion. She thinks he's the worst. And like only after we watched all the MCU movies, like in our order that we did it in, was she like, okay, he's growing on me a little bit, but he's still mm-hmm. the worst Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just I go I laugh all the time because I'm like, man, I feel like so many people want to fight you in that, but it's nice to see you guys think that. Well, at least in Civil War, Iron Man is coming out on top. It's kind of funny because I, so I just started watching the MCU, um, and my thoughts and feelings on Captain America have kind of changed a little bit from what I've seen so far because I went from like having like zero interest in that character, um, to kind of growing on me mm-hmm. uh, kind of my mm-hmm. more my interest in that character more kind of lies with like kind of lies in this like old vhs tape i had of like two super old captain america america cartoons that uh 
you know, had like the red skull in him too. And I really like the red skull character, but um, yeah, cap has grown on me so far. And I just started, um, what's it? Uh, winter soldier. So cap two. So I'm about 30%, 35% into that one. So yeah, that's I'm really, my favorite. I'm actually Captain liking America. that one so far. Yeah. The, there's some cool twists in there that I didn't see coming with like characters. So um, I'm really liking yeah. the story so far. Winter Soldier. I remember Man. when I left the theater on that one. Go for it, Chad. Yeah. No. Keep on going. I thought we were done with Cap. When we're done oh, with Cap. I just, I... <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we can be done with Cap after this. I was just going to say, I just remember leaving the theater thinking, like, I was like, I really enjoyed the movie, and I started to think, if we put, like, a different action hero in the role of Captain, so, like, and just was like, oh, this is James Bond instead of Captain America. Like, that's all that movie really was. It was just, like, this action movie where we're trying to save the end of the world. Like, I guess that's all the Avenger movies, but, um, and, but I'm like, uh, I was just like, man, if you just replace cap with James Bond or somebody else like that, like this movie still plays. Welcome to movie time machine, your retro movie review podcast, where we take movies from the past and we live them in the present. This week's movie, not a movie at all. We're going to mash on the MCU, our opinions, best, worst, and our own vision of an MCO script. Oh, isn't everybody excited? I'm your time uh, machine vision. host. Vision, I see <laughs> what, what you vision. did there. You like that? You like that? I'm your time <laughs> machine host, Chad. And let me introduce you to my time machine co-host. First, he's always living one year behind in the entertainment world. It's Casey. Hey, have you guys seen this new Iron Man movie? Pretty cool. And our living encyclopedia of movie knowledge, James. My wife made a joke about it was like, why can't Daredevil and Vision get along? <laughs> I think that was the joke because Daredevil's blind. All right. Next. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, will he ever finish The Mandalorian? No, Damn. I have no faith in him. <laughs> I don't either. Hawkeye's my favorite Avenger. Don't at me. All right. Typically, I would say before we get into our movie of the week, let's talk about what you guys have been doing since last time, but we already started our MCU conversation. We just got into a conversation about Cap. Let's dive in some more. The MCU has been kind of one of my favorite, like, uh, punching bags <laughs> when it comes to uh, sure. movies and film ser- series. And now that I've actually decided, I was like, that's it. I'm going to go through. I'm going to start watching these. And I decided that I was going to watch them in the timeline order which has been super convenient because on Disney plus um, they have that order laid out for you. So um, I'm currently clutch clutch. Yes. Thank you. Disney plus. So right now I am, can I just run, run down the movies I've saw I've seen quick in the timeline order. Then um, I'll kind of let you guys know where I'm at. Then um, we'll go from there. So the timeline order. Okay. Starts with captain America, the first Avenger. Let me go Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor. Then we have the Avengers film. Then Thor Dark World. (laughs) Iron Man 3. Then uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. That's where I'm at right now. So I'm about halfway through. So in that timeline, they don't recognize the Ed Norton Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Um, I don't think so because it's not on Disney Plus. I think so. I guess I'm just one. So I'm on. 
I'm on Wikipedia, and I'm just looking at the grouping of the MCU films they consider in the Infinity Saga, which is obviously the Infinity Stone stuff. And they have the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk in there, which is strange. I'm wondering the, the if one, the rights what do you to do? that one just must have not gotten to Disney yet. I think you're right, James, because the character... Um, shoot, I can't think of the actor. He's in Civil War. He's the big government he's, guy he's, with the mustache yeah he's the he's the general general uh yeah i don't know Liv tyler's dad in, right <laughs> in incredible hulk dad. not not not, not steven uh, tyler steven tyler, tyler. <laughs> 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 you steven tyler for Dude, he's like, like a lady <laughs> he's like no, that's a girl that you were talking armageddon and that was a bruce willis drop <laughs> William Hurt, General Thunderbolt Ross, that's his name. Yes, Ross. Yeah, see, he he reprises his role. So, yeah, I think this I think Hulk is got to be a part of the MCU. I just don't think Disney owns it yet. Oh, maybe that's it. It was produced so. by uh, Kevin Feige as well, which like everything he was a producer on in the Infinity Saga. So I think it stands to say he's, that it's part of it. Yeah, I'm but I, I don't think it. I've seen that one. I'm positive Iron Man and Hulk came out like a couple months apart from each other. And it was the start of the Marvel Studios. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yep. Yeah. So like that was like they're like, they're, I'm going to break through. This doesn't work. We out. <laughs> yeah. So I just looked that up quick. So I this thing it was on I'm on cheat sheet dot com. Just the first thing that popped. It was like why Marvel fans will never be able to watch the Incredible Hulk on Disney Plus. And it just sounds like, yeah, it's just like. A rights thing and that disney probably would never get the rights to that film so unless yeah. they pay a lot of money well and that's that's the problem with a lot of this shit is the rights like the whole spider-man problem that's still technically a problem because sony owns spider-man still doesn't it yes they i'm do. pretty sure they own it and they're like letting marvel use it because it's awesome like the fact that disney bought fox like wasn't that like it wasn't that all a part of like trying to get X-Men, Star Wars, like all sorts of stuff like as a part of it? Or I guess Star Wars technically already went to Disney. Well, there know. were a lot of rumors that WandaVision was supposed to be the gateway to mutants, like the X-Men mutants. But clearly that, you know, spoilers again. I, I, do we have to even preface that? We're going to talk about a lot of shit that's out already. Chad, you haven't seen the the final of the Infinity Saga, so that's going to get spoiled all the hell. But. I don't care. Um, I've, yeah, I've, seen, was, I've seen enough to like. Sure. So. But yeah, that was the whole rumor was that uh, WandaVision is supposed to unlock that, which it, I guess it still could, um, but it didn't directly. You talking about yeah, the unlock I, the whole X-Men stuff or? Yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. get like the mutant timeline in there, somehow splice that in uh, because of what's his face, the dude playing Quicksilver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, uh, whatever I mean, his I, name is. I am curious that if like in the TV shows, like the TV shows are going to be the precursor into building up like what, what is it going to be phase six at this point or whatever it is, phase six, five, six, like let's just go with five. Uh, if it's not phase five, you can reach us on Twitter at uh time machine movie. I have no idea of Chad. You can fix that later. We're in four right now. Are we? Um, but I, believe. I mean, so uh, like, I'm just kind of curious, like if you think like the rumor was that mutants are going to get, 
uh, we're going to be a part of WandaVision. Like, there's so much content coming out with the TV shows, like, in the next, like, year or two before we're going to see any new movies, it always feels like. I mean, we're still, mm-hmm. we still haven't gotten the ScarJo movie yet. So, whenever that's going to happen now. Um, yeah, so the, the next I got May 7th. is um, Winter Soldier, right? Not Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, yeah but Falcon, like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier in next. a couple weeks. So I mean they could I mean they could hint and bring in mutants in that way where all of a sudden they start building their way into movie franchise in that way with just all these subtle clues that are going to get everybody super excited about it but I don't know Marvel like taking X-Men and jumping into the MCU is going to be interesting or I'm excited to see what they do with it because I'm guessing my thought is they're going to just revamp it again because people have been so disappointed with the last couple uh movies I don't know the casting is pretty good though I was just going to say, I'd be okay if they brought in Magneto to, like, rip off Bucky's magnetic arm and beat him to death with it in <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm no, sorry, Magneto, though, would, like, no, no, it's not. That's what, make, Magneto would rip his arm off, though, but then, like, let him hang, like, in, like, some kind of, like, whatever. It'd be, like, in a bunker or something, and he'd be wrapped up in, like, sheets of metal and, like, be left there to, like, rot. That's what Magneto would do. Oh, I like you know, that. That's he more sinister. He wouldn't just like bludgeon you. He just would kind of let you kind of sit there and rot. <laughs> and then like Magneto, like all of a sudden, like Iron Man, if it was like pre like Iron Man still happening, like starts flying towards Magneto. He tries crushing him. Nothing happens. And Tony's trying to explain why we're like, well, it's actually a polymetal blah, blah, blah. Like it doesn't. It's not magnetic. And yeah. OK, whatever. <laughs> I would like to see like Magneto come in and like here comes Iron Man, you know, like Tony Stark. He's all cocky and shit. Then Magneto just like clenches his fist and just like turns Tony Stark in like a juice. grape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. Like, Does Magneto have control over vibranium, too? We don't know that. I was just going to ask that with like so Cap's shield is safe to knock him down. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe mm, maybe it's know. immune to his powers. Maybe. Hold on, hold on. I'm listen. I'm sitting here looking at uh, She-Hulk, which is uh, uh, supposed to come out in the next few years. One of the next ones in their timeline, and apparently Tim Roth will reprise his role as Abomination from the Ed Norton Hulk. So that's absolutely canon. What? So that's weird. That that that's basically it's that's canon. But Ed Norton just got subbed. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth alert. Truth bomb. Mic drop. Hawkeye series. Hawkeye series 2021, oh, right? Tell me no more. That happening? No one cares. <laughs> Jamie <laughs> cares. No one cares. <laughs> Only Jamie cares. Well, this week on Hawkeye, he goes to the range and fires an arrow. <laughs> so that's a good segue. Let's get into our, our worst characters segment. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Worst. Sorry. <laughs> I was just being a dick. <laughs> Well, then uh, I'm just going to straight. I just got to lay it on thick. <laughs> So we're like, just kind of talking about series, though. But... So like, so for like MCU, there's a few MCU series, right? That's coming out on Disney Plus this year. Then we have a couple like new movies that are coming out this fall and winter, right? So we're getting like the Black Widow, Widow film, and there's the other one that's um that I've also read that could be like the the catalyst to bring in mutants as well. It's the um shit. What is it called? Eternals. Eternals. Eternals yeah. Yep. Yeah. Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds wicked. That's going to be a sweet movie. Yeah. 
but that like tickles me in all the right places, right? You know, galaxies, these big beings out in space. I love the space Marvel movies. Yeah, like so we get like the was it like the is it the sent sentinels or celestials? Right. Yeah, yeah celestials and the yeah. Speaking of series, here's an important question. I'm wondering how these fit in for you guys. What about the the Netflix series that kind of came out during like phase one and phase two, like Daredevil, Jessica it's, Jones, Luke they've Cage? They've swept them all under the rug. Yeah, Iron I think Fist. they. I think they're not canon. I'm pretty sure. So one of the things I've been watching a lot of stupid Wandavision things on YouTube, right? Because uh, I thought that series was great, and they talk specifically about the the book. I don't remember what it was called, but like the evil book that Agatha has, which is it's part of MCU canon, right? It's a specific like evil book that some character had created or, you know, uh, some devil like character. And they reference that book in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show as well. And it's like not even close to looking the same or I don't think it has the same reverence. So mm. the what I was watching was if, you know, because they clearly diverted from that, they're just throwing all of that away. And I don't think any of it matters. Okay. I was wondering, cause I've, ha- have you guys seen any of those? I've watched most of the first season of daredevil, but that's about it. We watched Jessica Jones and there's nothing really in it that ties with any of the existing MCU stuff. So I guess technically you could call it Canon. I don't think it changes anything. I think you're right. Yeah. He makes like one offhand reference to, tony stark or iron man sure. or something or like but... other other like mutant or not mutants but like enhanced people or whatever you want to call them yeah yeah you're right though casey that's as far as it goes i was just wondering if you guys had seen them or how they kind of fit into your marvel picture jessica jones is hard to even think of as marvel like you could just it could stand alone outside of marvel and i i would have thought oh yeah sure you have to say Jessica Jones. Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that had uh, David Tennant in it as a really, really good villain. Like, he was pretty darn creepy in that first season. Ooh, see, now I have to watch that. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's the... He, sorry, to, and well, not if that's a spoiler. Well, it's not. You know that for most of it, but he's, yeah, he's the, like, the bad guy of the first season, and he's really creepy because he's wicked powerful. He's really cool. Okay, that's on the queue. Yeah, I got. I always meant to watch the Burnthal Punisher too, because I always liked that character. Never gave it a shot though. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, so re- back to series quick. I just want to cover like ones that are coming out on Disney Plus this year. So we mm-hmm. we got one division already that wrapped up. Um, in a couple of weeks, you get the Falcon and a Winter Soldier. I think that's only going to be like six episodes. Then after that, we get the Loki series. Um, which, which does anybody is, know what the hell that's going to be about? It says it's just supposed like, to take place after Endgame. So, so <clears throat> it, it, not to huh. spoil Endgame, Chad, but in Endgame, there's a part of it where they no, well, yes, but no, no, no. <laughs> well, he they does. go back in time. <laughs> so the whole point of Endgame is they go back in like time. They figure out how to time travel um, with Ant Man. They figure out how to time travel, and uh, they go back in time Chad to the Avengers. It's a lot like one. Terminator, where they all come out naked. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Sweet. No. Wait. Maybe. <laughs> when they go back in so time, they essentially they show up. <laughs> <laughs> they go back to the Avengers one because one of the Infinity Stones is in Loki's staff at that point. So they like go back in time and like wait for their past selves to like capture Loki, yada yada yada, and they like sneak in and try to get the stone. Well, then like shit goes wrong, 
the stone, the like the little uh, cube thing that holds the stone the pops out. The Tesseract pops out. Loki grabs it and then disappears, which is not how shit happened originally in the Avengers, right? So the thought is that that new timeline that was created is going to be where his series can spin off from because there's technically a new timeline outside of the main one now, a new universe or multiverse in which he's still alive because he he left at that point with the stone instead of being captured. So that's prop maybe what the series is about. That's I think that, the theory at this point. That'd be my assumption, but I don't mean we don't need to talk about all the timelines and <laughs> if they make sense. Yeah, the Doctor anything. Strange movie is gonna do that the this For next us. Doctor Strange movie, yeah. yeah. Oh god. So anyway, after that then there's a series called What If, which I'm kinda excited about if you're not familiar that, with like the what if like comics. So they just kind of cool. take random events and just say like what if like this happened like something like you know like in an event like went the other way so i'm really excited to see what they do there and then there's going to be a, a ms marvel series in late 2021 um so i'm kind of interested to see that then like hawkeye but nobody cares about hawkeye except for jamie <laughs> <laughs> i'll watch that bet, before mando but, season two <laughs> dude you just took the words right out Ooh. of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not coming out until late 2021, so that means long time for Mando Season 2. And on Jamie, I think when we podcast in May, I'm going to open it up with like why I love the ending of Mando Season 2, regardless of you <laughs> have seen okay. it or not. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Challenge accepted. I'll watch it before then. <laughs> All right, so that's kind of series. Do-do-do. Should we start off with, do you guys want to rank these movies or like what's kind of like your top five and why or? Yeah, let's just do top. I think ranking's tough because there's still a few of them I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen any of the new Spider-Man movies. Um, In fact, watching Civil War now is, I think, Spider-Man's intro in this MCU. And it kind of, you know, disregarding the old Tobey Maguire ones. But uh, what is it? Tom, Tom, what's his name? Holland. Tom Holland, um, oh my goodness, I fell in love with him as Spider-Man in the in the Infinity War and Endgame. Um, I think he is a perfect Spider-Man. I'm super excited now. That's kind of the reason why I went to watch Civil War because I wanted to see his intro. Um, and then oh, now I, 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 I want to go that. watch Homecoming and uh, Far From Home. I need to catch up on. So I'm super stoked that I've got two Spider-Man movies to catch up on because I think he's probably my favorite spider-man i've seen in film yet uh, he mm-hmm. definitely captures the you know young high school student peter parker he's hilarious he's endearing um yeah i think he's great yeah i think spider-man's probably like one of the most interesting marvel characters i think for me just overall and just like probably some of like the coolest like villains too so that character is really interesting so you haven't seen any of this Spider-Man yet then, right? Because you're in the timeline mode and he no, hasn't shown up yet. I think I watched the first one, but yeah. Which one? The Spider-Man the, Homecoming? Is that the first one? I don't know. That was, I think that's the first Spider-Man. The first Tom Holland that he came, Yeah, the first yeah. Tom Holland Spider-Man that he came out on his own. Or maybe I started watching it. I don't know. What I, what I saw. Because he was like, in Civil War first. That was yeah. like his first appearance. But say, all right, let's say, let's go start with top five then. So, who's our most seasoned MCU 
person. James, I think you've one? seen them all, right? I mean, I have, but I feel like Casey is probably the most seasoned. No, I'm just, I've been just YouTubing <laughs> things the last few weeks. I'm not that knowledgeable. I just have fresh thoughts because I've been like in it for the last couple of weeks. WandaVision got me kind of headfirst into the MCU stuff. And like I've said before in previous pods, especially with like Interstellar, that was the last time something like that happened to me where I watched something and like for a week or multiple weeks straight, I would consume other media about it just because I was so like into it. And uh, WandaVision kind of did that with me for MCU. I've watched a lot of recaps. I've watched, uh, you know, you know, uh, synopses and uh, reviews of old movies I've actually already seen, but haven't seen in a while. Um, and then obviously just watch Civil War. So I've got a lot of fresh Marvel in my mind, but I'm not an expert. <laughs> so I should go last because I've got the most fresh. Well, all right, I'll go first. So top for me, no particular order. Um, but I liked Captain America Winter Soldier a lot. Uh, the first Guardians. Uh, Thor 3. Uh, Ragnarok. And then uh, Black Panther. And then for me, the Avengers, like uh, the endgame and infinity wars like I, it's kind of like i don't know we can count those movie. as one i think right it, i think that counts yeah i know my wife was like you know if marvel was really smart because they're not they're kind of stupid and i'm like what do you got she was like <laughs> why didn't they just make those two movies three movies so i would be okay with watching one of those movies <laughs> so then it'd be two hours <laughs> and like like and the idea was that a, they'd make more money because it's just one more movie, but then they could have cut it as the cliffhanger like right when they go do the time heist and go to the past, and they cut it off right there and be like, directed by the Russos. <laughs> wait, so the wait snap till... happens in the first one, and then right. they go back in time, or they're about, they get ready to go back in time in the second one. Correct, because I think that's like about two hours in. I don't mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. I might be wrong on that one. But anyways, that was kind of like her thought. It was like, they're dumb. They could have made so much more money. And I'm like, well, the movie passed Titanic. I think that was their only goal, right? Maybe not. They're the kings of the world. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so, well, I'll go through mine quick. Um, so I, I was just trying to count here how many I've actually seen. So I'm a three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Did you count Howard the eight, Duck as MCU? Nine. Yep. <laughs> That's number <laughs> one, of course. It's obvious. So what, like nine and a half, I think, I've seen all the way through. I've seen Ragnarok, but I'm not going to count that one. I'm going to give that a second try. So... What Since a second try! Like you didn't like it the first time. No, I I fucking hate Thor. I just hate that character. We'll get to that when we talk about worst CU <laughs> characters. But really quick, womp, womp. really quick off the top of my head, my favorite <laughs> friendship my favorite one, over. <laughs> my favorite one overall is still Guardians, the first one. I just think that's I just like the the cast of characters in that. It's funny. And I just think it's just a pretty cool story. It's fun. Yep. And it's in space. I think that was the first uh, like soundtrack that came out that hit number one, where all the songs were old songs. Like, so it wasn't like we created a song for the Guardians movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. As far as soundtracks go. And it hit number one when it came out. I like the top billboard 100. Yeah, it's like it's a kick ass soundtrack. It's awesome. Then um, 
after that, really in no no order, but I was pre- like Iron Man, Iron Man three, um, Captain Marvel, and Captain America <laughs> have been the ones I've given like have given like three stars or more on my letterbox. So Iron Man three was are... awesome. Iron yeah. Man, like where he's like not Iron Man the whole movie. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I did get yeah. There's some parts that kind of annoyed me towards the end, but yeah, overall it was a pretty fun movie to watch. Nice. I'm going to jump in before Casey. This was your exercise, so I'll let you finish it off. Um, so my list, again, in no particular order. So there's 23 films in the MCU I counted. I've seen 20 of them. So I have not seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. I've not seen Captain Marvel. James, I still have your movie. I will get it back to you. <laughs> and i i got halfway through far from home and i fell asleep not necessarily the movie's fault um so my favorites are guardians of the galaxy i own that soundtrack i bought it when it became available um civil war for two ragnarok for three um oh shoot i'm gonna lose it where did it go i said guardians ragnarok civil war um Give me convenience or give me death. Convenience. Give me, give me, me give me a man after midnight. <laughs> All of those things. Shoot. Why am I stumbling here? Uh, the first Iron Man. I'll take that four, and then five is either Black Panther or Endgame slash uh, Infinity War, depending on my mood. Those kind of cycle. All right, the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh, man. So I, I don't think I'm going to rehash a top five because it's pretty much the same as what you guys have all said. I, I'm a huge fan of Ragnarok. I think it's hilarious. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think Taika Waititi gets enough credit for, like, completely. I think Thor Ragnarok is, to, to echo you, Chad, is what rejuvenated Thor to me as an actual legitimate character that I cared about because Thor won... Eh, it was one of the first it was one of the first MCU movies. Um, I think it was one of the weaker first ones. And then uh, Dark World, I haven't even seen, but it's clearly, uh, you know, universally revered as the worst MCU movie. Um, but then Ragnarok, I almost wasn't going to watch Ragnarok, but I had a, a coworker like tell me, no, you, you have to watch this movie. Um, it's it's perfectly like hilarious. Um, I think it's a gorgeous film, like the the colors, just the way they filmed it. It's such a a left turn from normal superhero movies, um, which makes sense because it all exists out in like space and whatnot too. So, um, but no, I thought uh, Ragnarok is amazing. Um, Black Panther is really good. I think Guardians One is uh, definitely in my top few, and then clearly the uh, Infinity War Endgame saga. I guess if I had to pick one, I might cheat and pick the saga because as much as it was way long. Um, and as much as there are plenty of gaping plot holes, um, I think it did such a good job of like establishing this super chaotic villain. I thought Thanos was, especially in the first movie, he was kind of boring in the second movie, but in the first movie, Thanos was just, I thought uh, super just, uh, I don't know. You like, you didn't really cheer for him, but you were like, okay, you're not just like a dude killing people. You have this weird ethos. I don't know it was just, I thought a really interesting villain. Um, it tugged at your heartstrings in all the right ways. The like Tony Stark, Spider-Man stuff, uh, was like awesome. 
um, Doctor Strange, who I think his movie is pretty good and he doesn't have enough good roles in some of the other movies. Um, I thought he was super good um, in the, the first of those. So I, I think that would have to be my top is just, and it's unfair, right? Cause it's like what, five, six hours of film. So clearly it's to rank that above anything isn't fair. Cause it, they, they took the long game there quantity over quality, but uh, no, I think it did a really good job of especially tying together this epic, like handful of movies that just each one of these is their own, you know, origin story. Um, there's not a ton of crossover until you really get to the Avengers series. And then uh, I thought by the end of it, they just did that crossover stuff really well, even if it left some plot holes and, and things in its way. Um, I don't know. I, I just can't think of a similar series or family of films or anything that's kind of done what these have done. And you can argue that they're not, uh, you know, great film. I don't know. Maybe you can or can't argue that they're not great film in terms of like historic, you know, artistic film. And they are, you know, at times popcorn action movies, but, uh, I don't know to tell all these stories and have them kind of tie together in, in the way that they did. Um, I think that's why those, uh, those two, at the end, the the Infinity War and Endgame are, are just so good because it's such a, a crazy good bow at the end. Yeah, I just want, <laughs> I just want to, Thor. Like overall, like there's just a couple characters that ruin kind of everything for me. <laughs> like once they're in like a scene, I'm just like it just totally fucks me up. And one of them is Thor. It just that character just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I think Thor would be like way cooler if he was like a rugged fucking looking dude. Like he's just kind of this clean, crisp guy that they out, but they always make him look like his hair is unkept or not unkept, but like unwashed. It always kind of looks like greasy. a little greasy. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to be like fucking rugged, maybe some scars, like a badass beard, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. But it see, just... that's the whole point of Thor. He's a, he's a God. Like he's not just I... a superhero. He's like yeah, a literal God in this universe. Yeah. That, and like, that's, kind of that's, <laughs> Yeah, he's he was born royalty, you know. He's the the prince to the throne of of uh, whatever. What's the name of their damn Asgard? Asgard, Asgard thank you. Yeah. yeah, he's the he's the heir to the throne of like. So he's the definition of like silver spoon, and that's I think why I love Ragnarok so much because he like there's a lot more of a character dive into Thor himself and a little bit of like self-introspection that he has to go through and is i don't know i thought it was good character development for him but i agree with uh thor and then dark world like yeah and then even bleeding into like the first avengers where he's still kind of that same thor he's kind of boring i agree with you there like let me twirl my hammer and fly through the air (laughs) It's like, it's oh just... but he gets so much more badass you gotta watch ragnarok and then he's i think he's so good in infinity war his play with uh uh what's his face from the guardians with him and chris pratt uh i think they're just their kind of banter back and forth is so funny and so good as guardians of the galaxy <laughs> so, and then when he goes back to as oh my gosh in the second one when he goes back to asgard with rocket that's super funny too I agree. Chad, would you would you like him more if he was like maybe a Greek god rather than a Norse god? Like if it played into your god of war interests? No, I Do, think I think pandering. the idea of that he is a Norse god, he probably should look a little bit more rugged. 
you know. Got it. I was gonna say, yeah, it doesn't go that way because even the way you Chad you were saying it, I keep I'm thinking I'm like, yeah, if, like you're the son of Zeus, and I'm like, and all these movie depictions, it's like, yeah, silver spoons and everything's shiny and like really clean cut and pretty. About yeah, a Norse god, yeah, that's got to be a brutal guy. Isn't that your real deal with the uh, whole MCU as it is? Is like all their hairs are in the right place, kind of thing. Yeah, like everything's like too perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I get it. Like, I get where like these movies are coming from, but which a lot of that can get past. But like, yeah, Thor just bugs the hell out of me. Like Black Widow bugs the hell out of me. Hawkeye bugs the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's great about Hawkeye is and he's this not is the a hawk. Pro- <laughs> he, he's not a hawk, but he's a dead eye. That's the whole problem with Civil War, right? Is the collateral damage. Well, he is nothing except for an exact shooter. He picks his mark and, you know, if you're going to die, it's because Hawkeye has decided you're going to die. There's no there's no collateral damage there. That's the perk of a bow and arrow. That's funny because that was uh, a specific joke that I just caught towards the end of Civil War where because, you know, he retires. That's the in Civil War. He has retired. He's not an Avenger. The whole, you know, that's part of this plot line. And then he comes back at the end and Iron Man's like, you know, how's retirement? How's your golf game? And he's, he make he's go says this little speech about how uh, I played 18. I shot 18. Turns out I can't miss. And I was like, oh, what a cheesy Hawkeye thing to say. <laughs> that's why he's the best. <laughs> Yeah, it's super cheesy and perfect. And like as he's staring down Iron Man about to blast him away, it's just good. See, Chad, I rest my case. Thank you, Casey. So clearly we're talking uh, most hated characters. Uh, Chad laid his out. I'm going to I'm going to piggyback because uh, I don't hate her as a character. I think Black Widow is fine in the movies. I think she does great things in terms of character development and, and like she's part of the Avengers, she's in the comics. I get all that yada, yada, yada. The thing that I, I really can't get behind is how she has no abilities, but yet they show these extensive fight scenes, which if you like take yourself out of the action and just think about it in slow motion, it's like, it's more of a dance than a fight. Like the people are coming into the right spots to like land right where her legs are so she can wrap them around and flip them around and then grab the next guy. It's all like, it feels to me like pro wrestling, right? It's less super choreographed. Yes. It's just super choreographed, like flashy bodies flying around. And I just can't get behind, especially, especially in the first Avengers, the, like the money scene, the money shot at the end where they're in the middle of, you know, Manhattan and the camera pans around them as all the Avengers are fully assembling. And she fucking cocks a Glock. You're surrounded. You've got the goddamn Hulk next to you. This giant green thing. You've got a dude in a in a crazy mech suit that can blow people up. Hell, I'll even shout out Hawkeye here. You've got a dude who can pinpoint a dude from 100 yards away. And you're going to cock your damn Glock. Get out of here. You're not doing a damn thing to help this fight. She had her like taser mm-hmm. fists. Taser, she taser does get fist. taser fists taser fist. at some point yeah God. really quick we, when you said something about hawk it just made me think of uh the coolest hawk moment i like so far was in i think it's probably the only one he's really in is in avengers where he like fucking grabs loki and just like oh yeah fucking throws him around like <laughs> just looks like a spaghetti noodle uh, oh, oh man remember that hulk. remember that when you get to ragnarok because they throw that back i thought you were ragnarok. saying hawk really the whole time oh hulk <laughs> Hulk. 
Yeah, that was my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the first Avengers, especially because Loki was just like having a fit, like I'm a god, I'm above you, and he just like smashes him. It's like puny god. <laughs> that was good. See, now you got to watch, you got to get to Ragnarok because there's a really good callback to that exact there. thing. Close. It's so. Oh man, I love Ragnarok. You guys keep talking about like actual like superheroes like in this situation. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and say like the Mandarin. What a stupid ass character that was in Iron Man three. Okay, I guess yeah. Quiet. Silence. <laughs> no, I I get no. I think that's a really it was a really cool I, twist that it, they could have done, but then it fell. It kind of fell flat to me. Yeah, I would just like the character. Like at the end, of it, you're like, no, like he was building up to be something really really cool, and like I was expecting more. But of course, we're playing into this more realistic universe with some of these characters mm-hmm. uh well more realistic as it goes um but yeah like and clearly he was just more than just a terrorist or he wasn't a terrorist he was an actor whatever is know. it because guy pierce was kind of a bad payoff at the end to be the ultimate bad guy like it would like did yeah. that just not click I mean, I I don't know. I like Guy Pierce a lot, so like he wasn't the ultimate bad guy. I mean, anything where anything we could do to get that ending where all of Tony's hundred different iron suits, including getting introduced like to the Hulkbuster and all that, like that was a cool scene of seeing like every single one of those guys come out at after all those flaming guys, but or combustible guys, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was just thinking, like, yeah, you're right. Like we had two major villains in this like we do in most mcu movies these days and i think that like at the end i wasn't extremely satisfied with the result yeah it was that was disappointing that's that's where part of that movie like that's where it fell flat for me when i was saying like i liked it but there's some parts of like towards the end that were i didn't like as much and that was yeah it really did fall flat but yeah the build-up was fun like (laughs) The guy that was playing like the terrorist, who everyone thought was the Mandarin, like yeah, like those are. I just like his like dialogue and <laughs> how he played his accent out was it was really cool. Almost sound, made him sound kind of nerdy, and that that kind of plays into like, oh yeah, because he was a theater actor. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I think it was it... a bummer too because I didn't know um, a whole lot about him, but I I knew he was he was a pretty big villain in the Iron Man universe. So yeah. according to Wikipedia, the arch enemy. So, you know, that's like your green goblin turning out to not be your green goblin. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess technically now, that, yeah, Jamie, make a good point. We haven't really seen green goblin in the MCU, have we? No, I think he was last seen in the um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I think Dane DeHaan was our last green goblin, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, that guy from Chronicles? Yep. God, that kid looks creepy. Yeah, he's... Oh, man. Cold some Narnia. <laughs> That's <laughs> actually chronic... a really good superhero movie. <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia? Narnia? Yeah. <laughs> no, Chronicle. Oh. I think... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> the, the What's it called? Um, Like, the Blair Witch style? Found footage. That's what it's called. Yeah, found, found footage. footage, yeah. Yeah. Which I think actually, so Chronicle, I think the guy that directed that, like, because like everybody was like, oh, that was such a good movie. Didn't he do the Fantastic Four and then like yep. <laughs> go crazy or not go crazy, but just like bashed it because the studio didn't let him edit it the way he wanted to. And then I don't think he's done anything since. 
god. You're right. Yeah, that kind of ruined him. Let me just take a look here. Oh, well, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. He had a 2020 movie. It was that Capone movie with uh, uh, Tom Hardy. Didn't see it, but whatever. Back to the yeah. MCU. <laughs> uh, so, uh, actually, if once they can bring the Fantastic Four into this whole MCU, I'm excited about that. I know maybe we were, uh, we were talking on a different podcast or off pod, but or maybe not at all. But somebody was talking to me about, uh, what's his face? Jim from The Office. John Krasinski. Uh, <laughs> potentially being, <laughs> John Krasinski yeah. being potentially uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I like that a lot. And then they were like, the person I was talking to got all excited because they're like, because then what if Emily Blunt played the Invisible Woman? And I'm like, yeah, still on board. <laughs> like, who else you got? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is okay. This is where I had this break for Revelation actually not too long ago where you get a movie to where it seems like, oh no, here comes another superhero action team where like one of the guys like special powers has to do with something like with his skin. <laughs> You know, like some kind of like skin skin formation deform. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, that's I like a the idea of actually a, a good Fantastic Four movie. Like did anybody see together. the? Did anybody see that a last Fantastic Four movie? No, I think it's on Disney Plus. Actually, mm-hmm. I actually, I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed it enough. Like, I think the actors and like the visual effects were really good. I mean, I think at the end they did, I think they kind of lost where they were going with the story, but I mean, it's definitely an enjoyable take on it. Yeah. I think we need to get away too from like when we're introducing like a new, like Marvel or superhero movie or anything like that. Maybe we just like, we don't need to fucking do like another like origin story movie. Like, right. Like you can can make it like Spider-Man. Right. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's, I think that was why Spider-Man worked pretty well. Although I would love actually to see a Tom Holland origin because I think he's so good, but it was kind of nice to just get kind of thrown in because we all know the stories of most of these guys. It's kind of like if you get away from the MCU and you talk about like Batman versus Superman and in the beginning of uh, that one, they take care of the whole how he became Batman in the credit scene. So, okay, it's away in two minutes, but still that's two minutes of, Nobody needs to see his parents get shot outside a movie theater. We got right. it. <laughs> like, right. You're right. I, I was surprised they even showed that in Joker. Like Todd Phillips's Joker. I was like, really? We're going to see Bruce and Martha get gunned down again? Okay. All right. Spoiler alert for Joker. But, <laughs> but okay. that's hey. fine. I mean, that's fine. Like. We don't just need, wait for what, what happens with these movies is we get a new movie, we get a new cast of characters and we got to spend 40 minutes of the fucking movie, like building up to like why they became that this person, right? Or why they became the Fantastic Four or like what made Batman become Batman. You know, it's like that's critical time. Like uh, speak about time and like not being like uh, not valuing your time. Like I want to go back to the, the Avengers movie quick, like the first one, like. The first 40 minutes of that movie is just like fucking garbage. And it's just like all it is is like getting the gang together. And it's just such a waste of time. You can make that. That's something you just make like five, ten minutes. <laughs> and that movie would have been Hold so on, but you, you got to remember the first part of the the Infinity Saga was all this, you know, cock teasing about all these different superheroes that are eventually going to come together. So they had to just keep teasing you. No. Until the, you know, until climax. <laughs> no. 
I feel like <laughs> I like the analogy, but no, I have to. No, no. <laughs> so I liked it a lot. Um, I feel like Chad's perfect like MCU movie is just like if the first 10 minutes is just like this Deadpool style recap where it doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's like, do 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 And then he gets to the point. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Chad, let me ask you, how do you feel about Loki? Because there's a lot of Loki in those first 40 minutes. Uh, I don't know. I just... he He's a trickster. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just... the I had a, I struggled through the first 40 minutes. Actually, I stopped at a point to where I was like, okay, I don't even know if I can finish this movie. Then, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to give it, like, another 10 minutes. And then the movie, like, really takes off. So... But yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But that's me. <laughs> he has one of my favorite villain lines though. It's um oh, it's you humans want to be ruled. It's in your nature or something like that. You know he's given that little speech. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I'm like, man, that is true. We we do find ways to deify individuals or ideas. I think Loki's on to something. Or Joss Whedon. Or just we, yeah, right. Yeah, he wants that's to probably more correct. He wants to rule the world. All right, do you guys want to dive into movie scripts? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll, I'll go first if I'm allowed because mine are two brief ones and to the point. Uh, Chad and I were discussing a little bit earlier that I'm like, I was having the worst time trying to think of like what I thought was a decent plot point for anything like and so anyways that's I okay two. i wrote mine out think i was like oh this is awesome and i was like well i don't know like i was like just thinking of all like the plot holes already so mine were <laughs> the worst okay. like this is fun i kept on just thinking of whatever I, when i was trying to think of the whatever i want to do with the mcu it was just correlated with it whatever i was watching so i told chad i was watching hook last night and i'm like oh this is great like so instead of peter pan what if iron man's kids got taken by and then who would play hook i'm like wolverine it's gonna be perfect and i'm like this is the stupidest <laughs> damn thing i've ever heard of bangerang uh, yeah exactly yeah who would be rufio um clearly hawkeye okay so <laughs> Jamie, though, I'm going to give Hawkeye some love here. So the two concepts I came up with, and it was kind of on the same idea is that uh, Spider-Man is owned by Sony and is uh, kind of leasing the Disney's leasing the rights to keep doing this together. What if they got involved with Summit Entertainment and it's uh, Hawkeye, but as uh, when he's Ronan or uh, yeah, that's right. Isn't it, Jamie? Is that what he's called when he's like murdering everybody? Oh right, when he um, yeah, when he takes when he's like got his sword and everything too in Infinity War. Well, it's That's uh, right. I'm I was just thinking to myself like, what if we brought John Wick into this MCU universe and it's like John Wick versus Hawkeye? Yes, and then there's just like this like I don't know like <laughs> I there's like there's a whatever a mark on hawkeye's head or vice versa and like they're both trying to kill each other anyways that was the stupid that was another stupid one i had um <laughs> the, okay the real one that i had and like i said mine will be minor dumb and brief because i don't have like super big plot points but i was trying to think of like how i could bring like the thing missing from our mcu universe right now is clearly x-men and i was trying to think like how can i bring x-men into this universe or make it plausible that they're already 
in this universe. Um, and so my kind of thought there was, well, you have the Infinity Stones. They are they can do anything they want. So who's to say when Hulk uh, like snapped his fingers to bring everybody back with the blip? What if the people, some of the people that came back from the blip, were mutated, and like that's how you start Ooh. to kind of see mutants in that light? Or when in the same ideas uh, with uh, Loki stealing the Infinity Stone in the one timeline, creating that new timeline. Like if they mess up something in the past um, and like so slowly but surely like mutants are like arriving and showing up and like we're not sure. That's why we haven't seen them in the MCU before is because maybe they didn't exist, Uh, but now they do. Uh, And then I was trying to think of that. Like so even like as simple as Thor or not Thor, uh, Hulk thinking along the lines of like, man, I just bring everybody, bring everybody back, bring everybody back. Like, but what if we had one person that could destroy Thanos? And, like, that's how we get Rogue. Like, because Rogue could easily touch Thanos, take all of his power, and be done. I really like this idea. Uh, that's as far as I got. I feel like there's possibilities going each way with that idea. Because um, I, I don't know. I like the idea of trying to figure out how we can get mutants into the past. Like, how we can get Wolverine in the same, like, like how he's fighting next to Cap in world war two, but maybe we didn't know it. So like, I don't know how to get back to that part of the universe, but my initial idea was just, yeah, with the blip, when everybody shows back up, maybe like some of them, if not all of them are a little bit changed and they just don't know it yet. Interesting. That's where the X gene comes from. So speaking of rogue, I have read that there is a rumor that rogue is going to be the villain in, uh, captain Marvel too. So, oh well, yeah. Because those wait, characters... who is going to be the villain? Rogue, because in the comics, that's how Rogue Whoa. gains her flying ability. That's what I thought. <clears throat> I always remember that from like I don't even think I read that in the comics. I think it, it wasn't cartoon. in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. where they she, <laughs> he goes and she goes and visits, visits like Carol Danvers in like a coma. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, it's one way to get rid of Brie Larson, right? <laughs> Womp. <laughs> Just I like Bree just fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If I can go next, if Jamie or Casey, if you please do you it. want to go. Okay. All right. I've never done anything like this before, so I need you to use your imagination. Okay. <laughs> That's what you said to your <laughs> wife last night. I, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Opening scene. Large Metro U.S. City. Uh, like a MCU version of like a Black Lives Matter protest, then people like around the country are blaming mutants for the riots, right? Kind of the same thing online at like how we saw like civil unrest last year. Um, a new government force arrives called the X-Men, led by Magneto. And they're called in to calm the civil unrest because it's it's mainly like lots of like mutants that are kind of protesting for like Right, so peace of, peaceful mutant protesters are being taken away by the X-Men. I'm doing quotes here. Blame for starting fires behind the murder of uh, police officers and government agents. Um, the government is calling, them, calling mutants outside agitators. Uh, the mutants are being removed and sent to the island of Genosha. Uh, this, this would be something that would be kind of spoken of in the film, but never seen in this movie, at least. Um, and like this is something that can be fleshed out in a separate film. Um, 
Genosha, Genosha is um, like a mutant slave colony and is radicalizing mutants. And later we, well, we'll get this later. And I put where Whoa. the Avengers fit in. I don't know. <laughs> then it cuts to say like a homeless, like maybe a couple kids. They look like maybe they're homeless. I don't know. They look kind of like they have ratty clothes on, but they're um, kind of walking through the woods and they come across this fence and kid reaches out touches the fence it freezes and shatters and they're kind of going in we kind of see this old building in the background kind of rubble like it's been broken down destroyed just parts of it this this entire area is fenced off highly secured <laughs> except when these kids break in of course um and they find this old dilapidated building as the kids go in to take a closer look, we pan by a broken sign that reads Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters. So the, <laughs> that's actually that, that this is like my uh, end credit scene to like the last Avengers movie or something. But um, yeah, that's all I have. So the idea is like kind of Magneto is like manipulating the U.S. government to create this X-Men team again in quotes because X-Men is kind of used as like a pejorative term for mutants. And kind of like G-Man. Yeah, and like X-Men are taking our jobs. These X-Men go back to your country kind of stuff, you know, think about it that way. Um, but um, yeah, and, and like these mutants are being taken away to Genosha, but actually Magneto is using this to like radicalize mutants, and which later would be kind of would form like the Brotherhood, you know, like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, but we'll, we'll be cool. We'll just call it the Brotherhood. And this is something that would be fleshed out in like an X-Men-centric film. Um, I think this would be a cool way too to like create like the series where eventually we get like this huge like X-Men versus versus like uh, Avenger clash. And that would be like your whole like kind of infinity saga. Saga. Damn. So wait, just so I understand. So in your example, Chad, Magneto has infiltrated the government, but he's a double agent. Like he's he's picking and choosing these mutants where he wants them on this island so he can radicalize them and then do do his bidding basically. yeah they're sent to this island of genosha genosha is something i pull from like the comics um which is kind of used as like as like uh think of it as like guantanamo but for mutants okay but he's then using this to radicalize mutants as like magneto likes to do um to create his brotherhood because so he can like rule um humans so now would magneto roll out like maybe like some sort of vaccine to make like the mutant gene go away and then make sure everybody has to take it no that could be like a side by may by may 1st (laughs) yeah (laughs) mutant 65 and older (laughs) get the first dose (laughs) i don't know i was trying to think of an idea too like how do you work the avengers in this storyline it's like i'm just be cool to like if these movies, MCU movies kind of played more on like current events and maybe like the struggle, but I think like X-Men always did a really good job of that, but no, I think you're, you're not wrong in the situation where I feel like we're going to like, what we will see is when an X-Men movie finally gets, I like that you went the X-Men route though, Chad, that's awesome. Um, when we see that, I think what we will see is less how the Avengers are going to be involved together, but we will still see like, clip kind of like in spider-man well like in spider-man like they show like news new like on the tv in the background like oh tony stark iron man blah 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 like yeah. I, and but he's not actually there necessarily like i think that's what we'll see in these like and new mcu x-men things is like 
sure mutant stuff's happening, but in the background, it's still the MCU is like alive and well. I don't know. Go on, who's um, next? Man, I don't, I don't know how to follow that, Chad. That was really good. You actually like went for it. I, I really like that. I'll try. Oh, that, yeah, I just, I just spit that out in like a couple minutes. Right. It's nothing. All right. I, well, I, watch, I, watch, I, watch I, me, yeah, don't pat myself on the back too hard. I might knock myself out. I'm super excited for like Jamie to be like, like everybody's is a little bit different of how they're doing this. Like Jamie's going to be like, all right, so you zoom in in a bedroom and Cyclops isn't taking a shower, but his eyes are closed, so he doesn't like ruin the shower. And, like, then he reaches for his glasses and Jean Grey's like, they're over here, baby. Like, and I'm like, Jesus, Jamie, where's this going? <laughs> oh, you guys, mine are way dumber than that even. Shoot. That we sh- I should have. No, it's it's not. I, sh- I should have workshopped this with you Hawkeye guys. Hawkeye becomes a used car salesman. Can't miss. After... <laughs> Hawkeye, no, it's... It, it's like the Breakfast of Champions version of Hawkeye. Or Hawkeye in Breakfast of Champions. <laughs> I was going to make a Hawkeye in the shower joke with Cyclops. That made, that's, that's what happened. He lost his vision. He was like, all right, Cyclops, I want to look you in the eyes just once. Bam! And then he can't use his powers, which is just really good aim. Anyway... I was trying to come up with one for the Silver Surfer because he's like one of my favorite oh, yeah. characters. And and oh, we saw yeah. him once in the Fantastic Four movie. It was like 2004. But the Voiced more I thought by about Lawrence it. Fishburne. Cool. And that's yeah. going to bring in Galactus, right? Yeah, I like that. Exactly. But the problem is I couldn't come up with a better idea. I'm like, man, maybe he's a better action figure than like an actual superhero <laughs> you build a movie around. Very likely. But, <laughs> yeah like, but he goes back to co- he goes back to college yeah like becomes, to become a cool kid right he's just the silver student yeah i don't <laughs> i like that so i just i would i would like another shot at silver surfer whatever that looks like and yeah bringing in galactus we could he, he could meet up with the guardians you know he's out in space um yeah that would that'd, that'd be, be an cool. easy one to that. get yeah, that'd be yeah. Silver Surfer would be an easy one to move into Guardians, which I mean isn't like on most of the characters in the MCU. Like, sure, Thor's strong in his own way, and uh, but like, I guess he does control thunder or lightning and stuff like that. But I was just trying to think like everyone's just has like either tech or they may be a little bit stronger than the next guy. But nobody really does anything like mutants do things. Like, no lasers are coming from anybody's eyes. So like, the only person I can think of is Groot is like the first mutant. In the MCU, oh. yeah, that's true. But isn't a mutant an alien that, or sorry, wouldn't a mutant be a human that's mutated? And yeah. Groot's like clearly just an alien. Oh yeah, yeah. I know, alien. but all the rest of the aliens can't mutant. do anything. I don't right. know. Good call. I guess. Okay, Casey, control lightning like the mighty Thor, bringing thunder down. All right, come on. Right, well, I clearly can't. I clearly can't follow Chad either. But I think what I have going for me is my idea is kind of a left turn. So I and I've actually had this idea before. So when you asked about this, I was like, oh man, I'm going to use this because I think this would be hilarious and really interesting. I think we need. Uh, preferably a TV type series, uh, a Netflix type series uh, over a movie. But I think a series should revolve around a group of uh, 
I don't know what to call them, sanitation workers. Essentially, imagine this future where superheroes are doing stuff all the time. There would have to be utility workers or certain businesses that were set up to clean up after these superhero events. <laughs> yeah. So like literally it's it's all you you almost and in my mind you would see almost no Marvel characters. There would be almost zero crossover. It's every time they've left and then you've got these characters like sweeping up the rubble or like picking Don't up the destroyed buildings. Don't we kind of get this a little bit in the beginning of Spider-Man? I don't know, I haven't seen that one. Maybe we do. So, um, here's I mean, we do. That's that's kind of what uh, Michael Keaton's their jobs yeah. are. Yeah. Except for like they're trying to just clean up like the mess after everything. But uh, funny thing is, did anybody? I think it was a short-lived series. I don't even know if it's on anymore. I'm just looking right now. Powerless. It was a TV is, show see, on like, did NBC. Did I steal this idea? So Powerless was a t- like it was like on NBC or something. It was the first comedy from DC. And basically, like, they were, like, insurance adjusters and, like, they looked up to these superheroes, but, like, they're the ones who had to, like, deal with their the crap that happened after the fact. Okay. Yeah. So, hold on. Like, follow insurance agency. So, yeah, follow the staff of an insurance company specializing in products to protect defenseless bystanders from collateral damage of superheroes and supervillains. Funny. <laughs> so, uh... Way to plagiarize that. So I'm just kidding. Did it is what you're saying. <laughs> oh yeah, I know it's like that's the thing. Anything we're saying right now, Simpsons have done. So it's like, yeah. what are we no, but do? in my mind, it's very much like a, a rip off of like I haven't even seen it, but I think it would be in the same theme of like Superstore, like a cheesy comedy show revolving around these For characters sure. who are dealing with this absolute destruction, like buildings exploded like dead bodies maybe even still in the rubble and you've just got these like silly side storylines that have nothing to do with the mcu and maybe you could get people to cameo here and there the lower let like the c-list uh heroes i mean hawkeye could maybe be in an episode oh my god <laughs> can't wait till jeremy renner shows up on our next cast Oh, and it sucks because I love Jeremy Renner. He's so good. And even though I'm shitting on Hawkeye, like he's really good as Hawkeye. But like, still. Casey, I just I'm heard a... the the curb theme in my head as you were describing this terrible scene. With... <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, it's good. It's great. I think, uh, not to keep going, but I think that's why I really enjoyed watching Civil War just now is because you won't, in this, a lot of these hero movies, you never really see the aftermath. And that one was like directly about, oh, you did this crazy shit. Like you lifted this whole city up and just and killed so many people uh, because of you guys. And it's like, well, what now? And the whole movie re- is revolving around like what's happening because of that and like how the, the heroes play into an actual global economy that's like, hey, you guys can't just let people die like this and kill people on accident because you're having these big super battles. So I think I, I think that would be a really cool twist or, or another, you know, a series to kind of show the aftermath. Cool. I like that. <laughs> I just when you brought up Civil War, it just made me think of this. Like, I have this idea that Civil War only takes place on like that airport or like airfield or whatever, because that's the only scenes I think I've seen from that movie. It's always from the trailer. <laughs> they're just they're yep, just running. Yep. They're just running around the airport. The entire movie. <laughs> Is that oh, the man, Civil War is over at the airport? That. 
it's that's yeah that's towards the end that's where the big battle takes place but i think to keep harping on it the fight scene the the one after the airport with when it's uh cat bucky and iron man that little like that fight that choreography like that battle was wicked that was really cool mm-hmm. i like that well with i mean it's clear like they show kind of like in uh, i want to say iron man 2 and iron man 3 like I like Tony is clearly, you know, Krav maga or something like he's learning how to actually like fight in some ways because I'm like, well, what can uh, how is Iron Man doing what he's doing, like blocking and all this stuff. But I like in Civil War when he's like analyzes movements or his tactics and then it, like his suit recalibrates what it should do. So I'm like, oh, so his suit's really kind of doing the work. Yeah, that, was that makes sweet. more. That kind of makes more sense, but it also makes it really cool. <laughs> so I I just can i have been picking up on this so is there a connection between iron man's like ai and vision it is it his is. ai yeah you'll get there that's how vision is birthed is is so a combination like, these guys of sound that. the same yeah <laughs> same person yep you'll get there cool yeah totally jarvis sorry to spoil it but that, uh, that was no, a, that's the cool care. that's all in ultron <laughs> that's the the cool stuff that happens in ultron all right and then and then you get to find my girl friday <laughs> my girl friday heck yeah you'll get to her that's the new the yeah after jarvis is no longer available because he is the soul of a robot uh he gets a new new voice ai in his iron man suit yeah actually what actually turned me on to that like that flipped the switch for me it was like he it was in WandaVision. There was like a I think it was in the last episode where he says something like I was like like an AI. A voice without had, a body. Course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh damn. And actually familiar. not to keep again, not to keep hammering on it, but that's why I wanted to watch Civil War is that that helped shed a lot of light on WandaVision relationship stuff. But I'm I'm all in the whole Wanda and Vision relationship. I think those are some after I don't know. I think Wanda Vision was spectacular. Yeah, that's that's what that was like the catalyst for like me like actually going back. I'm Same. Like, I'm just going to give these a shot. Only, another shot. The only thing with Wanda Vision is I just don't see myself going back and watching the first two episodes ever again. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, I mean, I agree. I like I get it. I loved it. The nostalgia, all that kind of part. But like now that I've seen it once over, like I don't need to watch that that campiness again to to enjoy it, might, it so I, yeah. well it might be worth watching it to look for like little subtle things that might play in later i guess oh the toaster but says I, stark I wouldn't watch it right <laughs> but like the the beeping of that toaster by the way was the same beeping from like the bomb that they showed from her childhood so that's like the interesting thing is that even the commercials oh, no kind of play into wanda's stuff in her like History, Wait, is this like a real the, thing? Because I was joking about the toaster. Yeah. Does the toaster say Stark? No, it does, oh. yeah. It totally says what? Stark. Well, maybe, hold on. Maybe the toaster doesn't. The bomb does. We all know that. Maybe the toaster well, doesn't, yeah. but the oh, beeping yeah. <laughs> is the same as the Stark bomb. You know what? That one sentence now makes me want to watch it just to make sure I didn't miss anything. But then I'm never watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, subliminally, I saw all of that and just registered it now. What? Who's the best villain so far? Well, actually, well, let's no, wait till actually, you see I do. Them all. I do. I, so far, I would say, 
I said Red Skull. I Jude? just really, I just. Oh really yeah, Red like Skull. Red Skull. So I was gonna say Red Skull or Jude Law's character. Oh yeah, Captain. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I really like Captain Marvel. I was. A lot of people. Oh, I haven't sh- seen that sh- one yet. Should talk that movie, but I thought it was really good. It's funny, and I thought, yeah. It's it the thing movie. is like I think I'm trying to think that movie came out maybe maybe that was the one that came out after after Thor like Ragnarok or right it came before, out after Infinity no it was right before Re- Endgame yeah okay that's that right same, that's yeah. how you introduced her before Endgame it was after Infinity after Ant Man and the Wasp because that's the thing is like you watch like I think when I was watching things it's like you get Ragnarok which is hilarious. Ant-Man and Wasp, which is like Ant-Man movies are just made there to be comical and have like a couple things in there. Um, but like, and then you get to Captain Marvel and that's like, for me, Chad, I was thinking to myself, oh, this movie could be funnier. Cause now I'm like expecting the movies to be really funny and then have sweet action scenes. But, um, <laughs> but like, you're right though. It, it, it was funny, but it, and it was very good. <laughs> but, like for some reason, like that one that never sticks out to me as like one of my favorites, but there's nothing bad about it. Sweet. Any villains? How about you, Casey? Jamie? Best villain. I mean, I mean, I think Thanos. I, I'm a Thanos stan. I will stand on that. I think he. I don't know. He's he's the the crux of the whole thing, and and there are plenty of plot holes around it. Like you know, why if he's looking for all the Infinity Stones, did he give Loki a staff with an Infinity Stone? Like why did he just give one away? Like that seems strange. Um, and like, why is he just sitting on this big planet, this big rock, this throne out in the middle of nowhere, and then finally decides, huh, I guess I'll go look for him. Like, isn't he a god? Hasn't When did he decide to start doing this? Why did he decide to start doing it just now? So throw all that away. Once you meet him in Infinity War and, and kind of go through that whole thing, and then obviously the, the cap of you know watching it all pan out uh, through Endgame, um, I think he I don't it's hard to beat him. He's just he's so good. Yeah, I think that's probably the right answer too, Casey. I Chad, like you, I also really love the Red Skull from the comic books. He's always great. I think my favorite villains are all have always been in the Spider Man universe. Um, but I'll just for the sake to be different, I do think she's great though. I'll I'll go with a Kate Blanchett as Hella in Ragnarok. I think she's really good. Yeah. And she has a pretty high body count too, so you know, not not for not trying. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing this, guys. This was this was kind of fun to kind of mash through and was uh, very little. Well, I think we, homework. We need to re- <laughs> revisit this. Well, for sure, we need to revisit this after you complete your saga. Yes. And yeah. everybody else on this channel has uh, watched Captain Marvel. <laughs> I need to watch Captain Marvel. I need to watch the Spider Mans. Should we do it like the, think the quarterly MCU update? <laughs> there we if go. If they keep putting out stuff, yeah, 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 quarterly, yeah. I mean, I mean with all the TV content, out, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put that on my calendar. I think so after the yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Well, uh, I'd say like do it in June, like or July after the What If comes out, and I'm sure it'll re re us. Like, oh my god, so. Like, because I'm sure we'll think of other things like, what if this happened? Oh, then we could come up with our best what if script. Yeah, that would be there you go. There you go. That's easy. What if Animanium went into Hawkeye? (laughs) (laughs) Womp womp. And what's stronger? (laughs) What's stronger, Animanium 
or vibranium. Oh. Psych, it's none of those. It's unobtainium. Yeah. From the core? Unobtain- or Avatar? No, from, from Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Unobtainium's better. Is that name That's intentionally like, like ironic? Like No, yeah, I I, so. it's the dumbest but, thing ever. Um, it was the biggest stupid thing in a movie. Oh, this thing we like, had to fly all across the galaxy for, it's called Unobtainium. I can't wait for like James Cameron to like voice on Twitter being like, you know, Magneto can he can control vibranium and but unobtainium and nope, it's not that. Suck it, James Cameron. Before we go, I want to thank you for downloading this episode of Movie Time Machine, our conversation about the MS- MCU. And let's see, maybe we'll do a quarterly MCU update. So stay tuned. Remember, new episodes drop on Fridays. Please send your questions, comments, and feedback to moviemachinepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at moviemachinepod. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.